Hello and welcome to All Indians Matter. I am Ashraf Engineer. Recently, the photos of more than 100 Muslim women were posted on the Bully Buy web page. The women, the post claimed, were up for auction, and among them were an actress, journalists, social activists, politicians, and even the wife of a Delhi High Court judge. This is the second time this has happened. Earlier, the photos were posted on the Sully Deals web page. Both pages were created on the Microsoft-owned open software development site GitHub. Bully and Sully are derogatory terms used for Muslim women in local slang, and the posts were clearly meant to harass and terrorize Indian Muslim women, and in fact, Indian Muslims in general. This is in line with a broader trend targeting Muslim women on digital platforms and social media, and is part of the widening harassment of minorities in India over the past few years. All Indians matter. Among the women targeted on the Bully Buy page was Sadaf Jafar. Sadaf is the national coordinator of the All India Mahila Congress and a social, political, and human rights activist, which explains perhaps why she was targeted. Sadaf is also an actor, poet, and teacher. Welcome to the show, Sadaf. How are you? Very well, thank you. Sadaf, when and how did you find that your name was on the Bully Buy auction page? when i woke up uh, on uh, to smell the fresh air of new year and that is when somebody uh, messaged me saying uh, there was this young girl whose name was there uh, on this uh, list and she messaged me and she said what action are you planning to take and i said about what and she said don't you know that your name is also there on this thing and that is when i actually opened the twitter and i found you know that this thing has been taken down the app was removed but uh, certain people had taken uh, the screenshots and they were all over the page and it was shocking and yeah that's how i found out and what was your first reaction to it well as a matter of fact you know uh, i wasn't really i wasn't really shocked because you know uh, what happened last time with the suli deals uh, there no action was taken and uh, if you know my background the government of uttar pradesh for uh, you know uh, saying uh, for reacting against anti caa uh, they had put my holdings all across the city more than 100 holdings so the government its machinery uh, its fringe elements you know uh, are right now out there trying to silence you in every possible way so these are the things these are the uh, you know every time you think that they can't stoop further low they they really disappoint you by stooping even more you know uh, uh, so this is what they've done and i was expecting except that we didn't know when and how and what was more appalling was that when i saw a mother's face on that who's been looking for her lost son for last 5 years she doesn't know his whereabouts she doesn't even know whether he's there alive or not so you know that was more appalling than uh, me being there absolutely are you in touch with any of the others who were listed on the page and if yes what do they have to say yes yes i am uh, i am very much in touch with them see uh, it is very strange uh, that you know we all are putting up a very brave face and we are absolutely undeterred we are still speaking against the wrong doings of the government its callousness and you know islamophobia that it is you know uh, spreading and breeding on but still somewhere deep down inside we are shaken to the core 
it's it's really you know all of us all of us believe me we may have uh, the government supporting us in maharashtra we may have our political leader but not everybody has that backing there are some young girls college going girls and we choose to be vocal because that's the right thing to do and i'm in touch with them and they are all very shaken i'm sure in fact sadaf could you explain a little more in detail the kind of trauma that someone who has been targeted like this experiences you feel dehumanized you know it feels it feels i, I don't know i mean i don't know i don't even know how to put it in words when you know that people these are 18 to 21 year olds these are children my own children's age so much of hate what should i feel bad about should i feel bad about myself and other women who are there should i feel about sad about my country where its youth is using its energy to auction us should i feel bad about the government which is supposed to protect us looking the other way around or maybe supporting these people and providing them with data and other infrastructure what should i feel bad about i i really i mean i bleed inside to think that you know i i cease to feel sorry about myself now i mean i don't need to sound like somebody very philanthropic and you know but you know what should you you yourself become such a tiny element of trauma because you see the entire you know social fabric of your country your entire moral fabric of your country being ripped apart just to serve a purpose that is to win elections to remain in power is that why they are allowing this to take place i mean it is appalling it is saddening it is very discouraging we wake up every day thinking what happened last night and we sleep every night thinking if at all we do that what will happen tonight this is what my country was not meant to be this was not at the stroke of midnight this was not the future which you know the constitution makers and the freedom fighters had thought about when india became independent Mm. so that uh, we also heard of instances of the victims being blamed with the people asking why they were online in the first place and why they were using their photos on social media handles how do you react to that i feel sorry for them i feel very sorry for people you know uh, somebody sent me a picture on twitter saying that you know there's a toffee which is lying without a wrapper and a whole lot of ants sticking to it while the other one was in wrapper i need to tell people i don't know why do they not study one hijab does not mean to cover your face two hijab there were a lot of women who were in hijab there were a lot of women who had their faces either co- half covered with a mobile or flower or something not everybody's face was visible thirdly there are people who are pilots should they should they stop should they stop you know working should they stop supporting their families should we all become quiet is that what they want what happened to this these men when we were sitting in shahin bagh protecting our men against police atrocity that we will protect you we will be there we will protect you we will protect the constitution of this country and we will are capable of protecting ourselves too so instead of victim shaming people should stand by us you know we should not be there on social media we should be quiet and if you speak at least you know they are 
you know they've not been very kind enough you know what safura zargar had to go through you know what i went through you know there's so many women arfa look at this uh, this entire tech fog which has come up which says that all these women uh, journalists who've been vocal and they are not just muslim women there's so many non muslim women that's right so basically the problem is not you know muslim if you're muslim you become far more vulnerable if you're dalit you become far more vulnerable but women per se should be quiet i always used to tell these people that you know give be democratic in your families be democratic in your community when you are seeking democracy in this country to be strengthened we have to have democratic households so of this victim shaming seems to be particularly Uh, uh common and we keep seeing this in various uh, forms like you know it's happened to you after something that was obviously not your fault but even victims of sexual crimes for instance are often shamed for being the victims themselves see we are fighting uh, not just against one vice that is communalism we are also fighting against casteism we are also fighting against uh, misogyny so uh, definitely you know uh if a girl gets you know raped the first question is asked who was she with why did she go there what was she wearing did she have noodles that day why are we giving them phones so the idea is that you know instead of blaming the uh, the uh, criminal you know it is the girl whose face is hidden when we were auctioned that night we were out in open for people to see and comment while all these four people you know the faces were covered we, we don't know what they look like until very recently somebody you know shared their pictures i don't know what that girl looks at. fine they have their entire lives in front of them but the thing is that what they did to us was appalling people should know them what they've done so the thing is that you know it is easy to blame that you cover yourself up you why should you be quiet you and this is what happens at home also doesn't it this is what we are fighting so this is what you know when gandhi was fighting british he was also fighting within the country against casteism so this is what we have to do even within the community even within the when we are fighting the government we have to also keep fixing the social vices that haunt women especially i couldn't agree more uh, sadaf just coming back to uh, the bully by issue for a second uh, firs were lodged arrests were made the page was suspended the national commission for women got involved however there is a general sense that nothing much will come of it in the end in fact you know as you mentioned earlier when it came to suli deals the earlier instance no arrests were made and that's that was something that happened last july do you share the sentiment that in the end nothing else nothing will come out of it see um, the moment delhi police entered this entire investigation we were very apprehensive we knew now people will be saved and we also knew that these people will be thrown uh, under the tire like you know before the truck what do you whatever that you call it because we just knew it because you know the thing is that uh, see and this is what when you know this is what people have to understand when kasab came to india pakistan disowned him they said that we've got nothing to do with him although he did not come on his own he did not just one fine morning get up and say okay fine i'm going to go to uh, you know mumbai and start killing people he was sent how do we we have been always talking about it how, do we want kasabs in our own families we have to understand that this is what the youth of this country has to understand that when you get trapped into this 
hate game they use you and then they throw you under the bus they disown you when you are needing them the most when you want them to provide them with lawyers when they want you to be with them when you they want they just disown you and this is what happened you disowned no bjp outfit would come and claim you while the data and the infrastructure we all know where it came from we all know nobody see it is very clear the link is very clear shaheen bag happened there was a lot of sikh and muslim uh, you know uh, unity that was very visible to the world when farmers sat on a protest it was very visible how muslim solidarity was there and hence we just knew that muslim women were being sold and it was the the entire thing was in gurmukhi and the khalsa name came and we just knew that this is what they are trying to sabotage and we are the baits but actually when we were the baits so were these young four young budding doctors and engineers who were also the bait they have been used this hate machinery spares none not even their own families not even their own children and this is what is very clear this is not just an exam this is a lesson to be learned for the people who are allowing their children to indulge into this hate machinery yep and i just want to give some context to the listeners here when you mentioned gurmukhi and the sikh muslim unity etc uh, for those who don't know the bully by page was made to seem like it had been uh, set up by sikh separatists or khalistanis so that's really that's what sadaf is referring to Fatima Zora Khan a lawyer whose name figured on both pages bully by and suli deals uh, had filed a complaint with the mumbai police last year and she said and i quote we got no response from twitter github and godaddy which is the web hosting company despite the mumbai police requesting them to reveal data these websites refuse to share information unless a court warrant is produced unquote what's your view about this uh, do you see these platforms as enablers see these are the platforms which are there in the market to be bought and used why will they has swiss bank ever you know come up with the list of people who have deposited money there no so the thing is that your own government is involved your own people are involved what is required is to be given if they are willing to give the names if the court uh, agrees to you know uh, uh, if the court asks them fine that should be done but i don't think they are going to reveal the names then main people who will you will have links with the higher ups in the government who have done it to discourage us to uh, polarize the society to silence the vocal women so that again whenever they want to come up we you know with something the protest or whatever they are able to discourage us to come out and to enable such things to happen in future definitely uh, i don't think these these uh, uh, portals are going to help but i don't have any grouse against them these are the portals who have they're just there to be sold in the market who's buying them is the question and we should know the names the thing is that we should use if it is judiciary needs to step in they should have done it as a suor moto case should have been taken up the judiciary should step in because this is a fire it is not going to end with muslim women uh, so the what happened is in line with the wider online harassment of muslim women in india they have been threatened for being muslim for having a point of view on political issues for having a voice and so on among them are journalists 
like Ismat Ara and Rana Ayub and politicians, activists like yourself. How do you view this trend? See, there are not, you know, uh, like there are certain uh, uh, women like Arfa, Ismat, Saima, who are uh, Rana Ayub, who on a daily basis receive so much of abuses and threats that it is like nobody's business. One. Two? Yeah, it's shocking. It's really shocking. I mean, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I mean, it's just shocking the amount of abuse and threats that each of them receive. You know, it happens when uh, the, uh, you know, it doesn't happen every day. You know, there are certain group of people who are instructed to go after me. So once in two, three months, they will just go after me. So there's going to be like 100, 200 tweets on my particular post where they would be abusing me, my sister, my mother, uh, talking about my children, talking about rape threats, talking about, you know, oh, I don't even want to get into it, what they talk about. So they'll just go about abusing me. The whole, maybe, you know, it starts for 12 hours continuously. And then exactly like they come, you know, like the if you open a can of worms, the way they come, they disappear just like that. So uh, I don't indulge in them. I keep blocking them. And then they will go to Instagram and start abusing me there because they say, and they keep saying that she's blocked us there. So that's why we are here to abuse her. So that is how it is. But it is, it is very antagonizing. It's not, it's not funny. It's not game. It's, it, it's very antagonizing and it's very upsetting and it plays on your nerves for a very long time. Sure. Uh, also in India today, People urging genocide of Muslims and rape of Muslim women has become extremely common. In this context, does such harassment even surprise you? See, verbally you are raping women every day, no? When you are abusing them, when you are, uh, you know, very sexually explicit abuses are being hurled on these women, on us. Verbally they are abusing us every day. So why do you think they would spare us if they would find an opportunity to uh, hurt us physically as well? Every day, just pick up our Twitter handles and just see the kind of abuses that we get. So, so the thing is that, you know, uh, and I wonder where does this hate come from? I mean, what? What can we do if they think that the oppressors who ever came to India were Muslims? They, did, they are not the ones who are supposed to provide us government jobs. It is instead of questioning, you know, uh, the present government, you can't question some godforsaken uh, ruler who ruled us once upon a time. So this is silly. It is just that, you know, it, it, it helps people to divert attention. And it is something that constantly when uh, it's like an acid, you know, that when it keeps on being thrown on your brain, eventually it corrodes your, uh, you know, your ability to see and understand what exactly government is doing to people. They are not providing them with employment. They are not providing them with health infrastructure. They are not providing them with free uh, schooling system. They are not providing them with anything that they were supposed to do. And all they can think about is that Muslims are have been oppressors and they are being set right. And wow, we love it. So this is what they have done and they are succeeding. But the moment you talk to people and you tell them, what have you got? What have you received by hating us? They say nothing except for some amount of satisfaction. Speaking of authorities, uh, what was the reaction when you approached them when this incident happened? 
I didn't approach. I live in a place which is a police state. I live in a state where you know where uh, uh, where uh, you know uh, my hoardings were put up. More than hundred hoardings were put up by the city administration for me to be hunted down and killed. My address was on that hoarding. So who do I approach? I can't approach the administration. I have no trust on anybody. So there's no point approaching. There were people like uh, from uh, Congress, Hasiba Amin, uh, from Congress. She had approached and uh, there were other people who had approached. So I said, fine, you people go ahead. Because in Lucknow, there's no hope. Do you think uh, that such harassment has increased after Muslim women led iconic protests like the one at Shaheen Bagh against the National Register of Citizens and the Citizenship Amendment Act? Absolutely. We are the ones who not only were successfully led uh, this uh, movement at Shaheen Bagh, we also inspired a lot of similar movement across the country uh, during that time, including the one that I led in Lucknow, uh, which was called Ghantaghar movement. So we did that. And not only just that. Yeah, I just wanted to let the listeners know that uh, you were arrested in that uh, movement. No, I was arrested before that. I was arrested on the 19th of December uh, when we were protesting somewhere else against <coughs> against a similar bill. And then I was beaten and tortured and put in jail by the Yogi Adityanath, very brave Yogi Adityanath government's police. But then later on, after a month, uh, I we did not relent to his, uh, you know, torture. And uh, we initiated the Ghantagar Andolan and I was there uh, for more than 100 days there. Uh, but the thing is that we not only did that successfully, but we also inspired the farm law, the movement against the farm laws. So this is what that bothers them. They know that they cannot implement CNRC because we will brave all the weather condition and police atrocity and we will come back on the streets again. And we will come back peacefully, just like we did, despite the fact that they tried to malign it with Delhi riots. We will come back again. And I say this very responsibly. And this is what, you know, actually it makes them hate us. But we love our country more. So that 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 doesn't matter. So it's uh, not a good time to be a woman and Muslim in India, is it? It is always a great time to be a woman. It is wonderful to be a woman. It is the most beautiful feeling to be a woman. And uh, to be a Muslim woman, I was born in this community. I have had my share of uh, a lot of fun uh, eating all those simais and shairi and enjoyment and my uh, and I'm a practicing Muslim. Allah has given me a lot of, uh, you know, uh, Allah has been there on my side uh, and he, he has made me very brave. Uh, so, and India is a country, where else would I have been born? I could have easily, you know, after the, what, what all happened to us, I could have just asked for, uh, you know, uh, some kind of uh, maybe uh, asylum or something. It's not like my relatives did not offer that. But where else can I be? I mean, my country needs it right now. My country needs all kind of brave women, whether they are Muslims or Hindus. So, uh, you know, this is the time when I, I have to be here. This is the best time to be in this country uh, with all my identities possible, you know. And uh, this is what uh, my religion said, that never disown your country when it needs you the most. Maulana Azad did not, uh, you know, uh, disown it. 
when he had all the opportunity to be uh, he could have done so well in pakistan probably i don't know but he is stayed back with us and uh, this is where we will live uh, fight against the atrocities enjoy the goodness enjoy all the festivals and this is where we will be buried i am so glad you said that uh, sadaf the brave words so tell us what's your next move now ah <laughs> i have asked for a ticket from my party i want to contest uh, from uh, lucknow central seat 174 as it is called and i hope uh, the party uh, uh, priyanka ji has already said that she has recognized the struggles of the women especially who have braved the yogi the yogi adityanath government and she says that she is going to support us in every way possible like she has already done in the past she's been there by my side through the worst of my times and through the worst of the times when uh, other women were uh, and uh, this farmers were suffering so i'm sure uh, i will get the ticket and i really hope to contest you're referring to the up state elections just so the listeners know yes up state election up state election because i feel that women should have a lot of representation this is what priyanka gandhi also feels you know uh, the general secretary in charge of uttar pradesh <coughs> as she is so priyanka ji believes that you know uh, and even i uh, and this is where that is the reason why i chose congress over samajwadi party that it is one of the party which really empowers women women from all caste and communities and she says that you know the ones who have braved should get an opportunity to represent uh, the party in the uh, in the assemblies and parliaments and i'm very proud uh, if i i'll be very very obliged if i get the ticket and opportunity to make a statement uh, on the ground as well as in the assembly if uh, people of my constituency desire so so that tell us about the work that you do i mean you've spoken a little bit about the politics but all the other work that you do okay i was a teacher for a very long time and then i realized that i am teaching constitution to my student but it is not being practiced on the ground by the present government and hence i resigned in 2017 and then i became a social activist full fledgedly i was into social activism before that which was of course hindering my school administration was not liking it too much and then i became uh, i i am a human rights activist i worked uh, and i i have been working on gender parity we have uh, been very vocal against mob lynching and other things uh, and then uh, eventually uh, i joined political parties uh, party uh, congress in 2018 and uh, successfully led several agitations against the present government well the present government gives us a lot of opportunities to protest because it is absolutely undemocratic cruel communal casteist misogynist you name it so uh, they gave us a lot of uh, opportunity and the brave ones as priyanka ji says that the bra- brave brave ones will survive so a lot of people jumped the ship but i continued to hold on because i uh, i thought that this is the best party where i can uh, i can talk about a lot of my friends who were arrested in telly like khalid saifi and umar khalid and yet i will not be you know held accountable for anything my party will support me no matter who i am talking about as long as i am on the side of the constitution and it's uh, and the rights which are embedded in it 
And and hence I uh, did that. And then when CNRC came and uh, we protested against it, uh, and I was arrested. And that is rest is history, or everything is in print. Uh, and I'm also an LGBTQAI activist. Uh, we were the ones who uh, allied for the first time, and we allow uh, you know we managed to have a first queer parade in Lucknow. Uh, and I feel that the community needs a lot of handholding and support, although they are very strong, brave people. And but still, I think that I'm very, uh, I'm a very proud ally. So, Sadafa, here's a question I ask all my guests at the end of the conversation: Why do you do this work? <laughs> Somebody asked me, "Why did you do this?" And I actually said this, and I will repeat. I know it sounds very cliche and very filmy, but I say that you know that if not now, then when? And if not me, then who? You know, we need to question that all of us. That you know, uh, this does not pay me. I have paid with my sweat and blood and lot of dandas. My bone, even now, it aches and creaks, especially in the monsoons and during winters. Uh, the way the police had beaten me up a uh, couple of years back, around the same time, I was sleeping um, in zero degree temperature in the UP jail, which was not a very nice place to be. But that this is what I feel that I'm. I was fortunate that I, I, it is. I'm very lucky that I was chosen to be, you know, to be uh, picked up by the police, because it had it, had it been somebody with a, uh, with you know who wasn't brave enough, probably that person would have cowed down. But you know, but I continued to fight. I continued to, uh, you know, I, I, even in jail, would you believe it that I led to uh, two of the uh, agitations within the jail? And my superintendent called me there and he said, Sadaf, you are misbehaving and I'm going to send you to some other jail. I said, Ki conditions would be same there also and I'm going to protest there as well. So, you, so, you know, there's so much filth everywhere right now in Uttar Pradesh that you don't know. You just have to pick up your broom and start cleaning. So anybody and everybody can do that. And I think we should do it. And first of all, and those who are scared of this government, the first thing that they can do is that uh, wiping them out of power. You know, that is the first thing. So, you know, in the upcoming um, uh, elections, I would urge the people, your listeners, if at all they are from Uttar Pradesh, or your listeners, if they have their families in Uttar Pradesh, I urge them to throw Yogi Adityanath out of power and also in other states as well where they are in power. BJP must go from India. At least from power, at least. They're very sweet when they are in opposition. We love them in the opposition. They protest against price rise and stuff. Sadaf, thanks so much for speaking up and for your courage. We stand by you at this time. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. What a pleasure. Thank you all for listening. Please visit allindiansmatter.in that's A-L-L-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-M-A-T-T-E-R.in for more columns and audio podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter. At Ashraf Engineer, that's A S H R A F E N G I N W R, and All Indians Count, that's A W L I N D I A N S C O U N T. Search for the All Indians Matter page on Facebook. On Instagram, the handle is All Indians Matter. Email me at editor at allindiansmatter.in. Catch you again soon. <laughs> <laughs>